So, I uh, kind of want to just start this off. Um, not, not more than one person in a group to share like something that you know, maybe a theme that you saw in your group, or maybe something that hit you. Like 30 seconds ish. So, anyone want to go? Something that they learned from the last thing. Um, something that I saw, like, um, especially like, um, since they kind of agreed with me, it was like there was a difficulty with like starting confrontation and then like making sure your motive, like our motives were pure while confront, while confronting, make sure we were not just annoyed with the person. eavesdropping on their group and it was like I have a really hard time with someone who I think is more mature or someone who's older or someone who's um, maybe got money or whatever it is like that doesn't matter like there's no scriptures like thou shalt confront except for A, B, and C like, that's not that's not in there the, the call is, is this is your brother this is your sister go and talk to him um, and then I heard in the group who here would say some of their best friends are the people that deal with the hard stuff with them it's like almost everyone here, right? And so it's like you cre- actually create what we're going to talk now, connections by dealing with the hard stuff. And those are the people that you know. It's like, man, they're loving me. They're loving me enough to come to me in my ugliest. They're going to love me through the war and through the battle, and I know they've got my back. And that's where I said it, it kind of creates doubt when things aren't getting dealt with in the kingdom. So uh, your church is only going to be as great as the connections that you guys form connection with God, connection with each other. Um, when when the scattering happened in the, the new, new church, right, who stayed in Jerusalem, who stayed together? The main team, right? The disciples, so the main apostles there, right? And that's how it's going to be with you guys, is that you guys need to stick together and form those connections. So what we're going to be talking about in this section is one another. And there's over like 100 New Testament verses that talk about one another, around 100 uh, that talk about one another, and you can't one another without one another. All right? All right? It seems really simple, but uh, when I looked it up in the Greek, and um, Wes is probably going like, to send me a text in the pronunciation of this, but um, Alion, which means what? Alelan. Alelan, see? He didn't even text me. That's good. Because um, we have that connection. But it means one another, each other, mutually, and there's a reciprocity to that. And sometimes when I think about one another, it's me doing, right? It's me doing for another, but there's a a feeling of it comes back to you as well. So you've got to do both. So I'm going to actually just walk through. I'm going to like machine gun these verses. If you Facebook message me or text me, I'll send you like all of them. I have a whole list of them. Okay, that, that you guys can read through. Do your quiet times on these. It would be awesome. Get them in context because 
sometimes there's a lot more going on than just the one verse, but the concept is the same as one another. Okay? Um, so, in verses of unity, all right, be at peace with one another. Mark 9.50 uh, Don't grumble among, amongst one another. John 6.43 Be of the same mind with one another. Romans 12.16 Accept one another. Romans 15.7 don't boastfully challenge or envy one another, and that's we just talked about that. Galatians 5:26. Gent, gently, patiently tolerate one another. Uh, Ephesians 4:2. That's something that's really a challenge for me to, to tolerate and to realize that people are going to be different. Um, be kind-hearted, or be kind, tender-hearted, and forgiving one another. Ephesians 4:32. Bear with and forgive one another. Colossians 3:13. Seek good for one another, and don't repay evil for evil, 1 Thessalonians 5.15. Don't complain against one another, James 4.11, and confess sins to one another, James 5.16. And all of those verses create a unity, and unity within the body. All right. Now love, one-third of the one another's are talking about loving one another. Obviously, um, John 13.34, uh, 15.12, uh, Romans 13.8, I mean, there's just a bunch of those. Um, through love, serve one another. Galatians 5.13. Talking about serving one another. All those build connections. Um, be devoted to one another in love. Romans 12.10. Humility. Humility with one another. Give preference to one another in honor. Romans 12.10. Regard one another as more important than yourselves. Philippians 2.3. Serve one another. Again, don't be haughty. Be of the same mind. Uh, clothe yourselves in humility towards one another. <laughs> If there's pride and there's a hard-heartedness and there's an arrogance, like for me, I know this because I feel that towards others, but then when people talk about my lack of connection, it, it always points back to this. Me being arrogant or me being prideful. Alright, so again, I don't want you to think that this is like a complete place of strength. I've definitely had my weaknesses and I invite you guys, if you ever see those, come and talk to me. Um, don't judge one another, right? Greet one another with a kiss. Uh-oh. All right? Um, I just thought I'd that one. Husbands and wives, don't deprive one another. You get busy on a church plant, just throwing that out there. Bear one another's burdens. Speak the truth to one another. Encourage and build up one another. And pray for one another. Right? One another, one another, one another. And there's this, like, growing trend. And I'm not, like, super old in my faith. I'm not... I'm getting older and just my age, but I just feel like over the last few years, this is a growing thing. It's, it's just me and God, right? I don't need one another. Well, Jesus sent the men out two by two for a reason, so they could have one another, right? There's not too many times, prolonged times in Scripture where it's just one person doing it. There's always other people involved. So the connection issues. Guys, just in all honesty, it can be lonely on the, on the church planet. You know, you guys are running in Winsville, praise God, like five-something, 500-something. You're about to go to a church with like 70 people, 60 people. Like, that's just a whole different vibe. It's a whole different feel, you know. Um, the energy level is just different. You guys are responsible for creating that energy, but the energy level is different. Um, whereas you might, and not saying that you would, but you, you could always have the attitude, well, someone will take care of it. It's not like that. You're taking care of it, so therefore you're busy, which can create a loneliness because you don't necessarily always have time to make these connections. So you're going to have to fight through like the busyness, the loneliness, um, less people, more stuff to do. Um, it's all the more reason to do that because the, the church depends on it. Um, if you want connection, you have to get it. 
you have to go after it. Um, one of the things I struggle with with connection is um, if I feel I, the person doesn't give it back for long enough, I start to pull my heart back a little bit and I'll focus on other areas and other people that are giving it back, but then I've neglected a friend. So you've got to find a way to do all that. Uh, when we were in Atlanta, uh, one of the guys said, I just feel like I'm really burned out. And Wes, you were in our group, weren't you? And the, the D group? Yeah, yeah, no, I wasn't in your group. You weren't? Oh, Ben, ben was in my group. Um, and the guy said, it's not burned out, it's poured out. You're going to pour in others and other people are going to pour into you. But you got to make sure that you're giving to others. So guys, a side note, just is just to the guys. I think the, the reason the women grow into maturity faster and they've got a higher growth rate as far as numbers go is because they have true connection. They don't withhold their hearts. They're, they're not afraid to cry. They're not afraid to look weak. And they share that. It's given back to them because girls are like that. And I think if we as men could embrace that true connection and sharing all of us, all of ourselves with other people, we would grow to maturity faster. We would be able to bear a, a wider load and we would have more growth numbers wise and changed lives wise, like the dream we talked about at the beginning. So you gotta be intimate. So some personal examples, right? Um, good, just on the church plant. The times I felt most loved is, you know, all on Eliza got to come to Audrey's dance last night. That's a form of just connection. They didn't have to do that, they're busy people. They came, right? That's awesome. Um, uh, for me, I think, I, you know, like I said, I think this is a strength of mine, the connection. Um, like Mitch and Mel on Christmas Day, um, they they lost a baby and she had to have like some of her lady parts removed. On Christmas morning after we did gifts, I went to the hospital because that love was there. That's connection, right? Um, so Ephesians 5, 15 through 19. So... Act like people with good sense and not like fools. These are evil times, so make every minute count. Do not be stupid. Instead, find out what the Lord wants you to do. Don't destroy yourself by getting drunk, but let the Spirit fill your life. When you meet together, sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs as you praise the Lord with all your heart. So it says act like. You have a choice. right? Act like. You could act one way or you can act another. Right? The evil times, so make every moment count. Connection is about making every moment count. There's the teachable moments where you're going to be in the moment, and you're going to have to connect, and you're going to maybe have to say hard stuff. You're going to have to coach someone up, right? There's situations. There's um, seeking to know more information. Just ask it. Hey, how you doing? And don't let it be surface. Hey, how, no, really, how are you doing? Are you, you look stressed. You look this, right? Dig in a little bit. Um, and then the verse goes on to say, don't be stupid. Um, how do you find out what God wants you to do? It's connection with God and connection with people. And he says, you know, don't be drunk, right? And I don't think anyone here even socially drinks. I don't know if you'd be on the plan if you did. Um, but I think there's this idea of don't get involved in the dumb stuff, the stuff that are going to steal your focus, right? And again, it's obviously talking about getting drunk, but... You don't want to waste your time on, on worldly things. And this is when you get together, be spiritual. Sing songs, hymns, right? Be spiritual. I do a really good job of the hanging out part. Guys, I think we do. We can watch a game. We could not say a word to each other, but we got quality time because we watched the hockey game together 
And I think that's good. Cody and I are really good at that. <laughs> Except when he's throwing his phone, I gotta call him an idiot or something. But, um, but I think where I've failed in our, in our friendships is I haven't always gotten spiritual with it. And that's where I'm saying I think sometimes I think the ladies do a little bit better job than we do. So make your time spiritual with each other. Um, and I would love to say that I do all this when I get, but so imagine if these were the traits that marked our friendships. Right? Every time we got together, there was something spiritual. And there was an intimate, deep connection, talking about life. It's one of the things I really, I think during disc golf is a little bit different because when I go out with someone, I'm literally, hey, how's your marriage? How are you and Chrissy doing? Hey, how are things with the teens going? How are things with the plant going? We played a couple weeks ago. I hadn't seen, I hadn't seen Cody in six months. But like almost every couple holes, it was, hey, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? What are you doing here? And we were just doing life together. Right? And so just imagine how much closer we would be to God if, if every relationship had those marks where we're getting spiritual with each other. Imagine a church plant team if it was marked with that. So the bad, as, as strong as people think I am with connection, I've also been bad. I can get easily caught up in the busyness, the drama, myself, my selfishness, and even ministry. Ministry can become like an excuse of why you've got all this stuff to do. Well, take someone with you. All right. Get someone else involved. So um, what we're going to do um, for the next probably five minutes or so, you got five minutes. Okay. Um, I wanted Stefan to come because Stefan, since going out on the plant, um, has struggled with had connection struggles. And so he's going to share his experience, how what it's done to him, how it's affected things, and everything. So five minutes and then I'm going to close you. Okay. Um, well, all right. So most of you may know me. I'm the team, team leader on uh, the Interbelt. And uh, when I first kind of went on, you know, that the guy called on the team and stuff like that. Obviously, you know, you're. I was really excited. I things started, you know, really lining up for me. Uh, God like gave me a job downtown, and I was like, this is awesome. You know, this is really cool that God's doing some really amazing things for me, and He's, you know, He's, you know, He's giving me kind of like this purpose and this direction, and uh, you know, and then we obviously we moved down there, and uh, it felt like, well, I, I mean, you got we got put into a position. They like you know had me and Julie and Core, but we were we were doing Core with our group at Denny's one night, and then we were doing a zone with the Winsville people, and then we would do uh, meetings with. I, it, it felt like meeting after meeting after meeting, and so everything just like I were piled up. And uh, working in the inner city schools obviously is extremely stressful. Uh, it is not an easy job to have. So I had, you know, a lot of burdens coming on me and a lot of just issues as far as, like, I'd come home, like, or I'd go to work crying, <laughs> you know, like, I'm, because uh, you're just like, man, God, I don't know if I'm going to make this, <laughs> you know, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. Um, and uh, there's some, there's definitely been some awesome rewards of having, going into the interstate schools, having kids like Wes come to our cross chats, another girl named Jariah who came directly from my classrooms, and it's so awesome to get to to have them there. Um, but then you start to take all this time and you start to pour into them, um, and so you know all my time started going towards these teens. Also, starting a new fa- starting a family, and have Ruby, and a lot of having a house, and that's just all these responsibilities are dumped right on you, and so you start to make compromises for other things you start to like 
focus more on the planning or, oh yeah, you know, like, you might go to uh, RJ and Ashley are the youth leaders in Winsbox, so, but, and you, you talk with them and you maybe share something with them, but then your leaders over here want to know, okay, what's going on with you? And so you kind of get like pulled in so many different directions. And uh, that was kind of what was happening to me. And eventually I kind of started to turn on to autopilot. I started to like, okay, this is my life. <laughs> like, oh, just, you know, somebody would ask me, how's, how's, the inter how's uh, school going or how's work going? Oh, you know, it's hell. <laughs> like, you know, and you just like, like that's just what your answer is. And, and instead of getting into detail and, uh, and pouring out, like, it's almost like your, my heart was becoming kind of a little bit more and more calloused as, uh, as I go through the year. And then as, like, I was going through other things where they were, like, actually trying to get me, get rid of me at my job uh, and having principals in my room every day and then, like, telling me certain things that I was just like, what? I, I, you know, like, you can't have no choice of what you could teach the kids. Um, there was a lot of, a lot of issues there. Um, so it just got uh, to the point where, and I'm, I'm kind of emotional because I just had a baby, but. Um, <laughs> well, you look great. Thanks. <laughs> so it got to a point where like, you know, Julie had got diagnosed with coleostasis and I, at the time, I, I kind of just like, I, you know, I brushed it off because I was just like, oh, she's just, you know, she's just uh, exaggerating, you know, or, you know, I, and I just like, and then at that point, you know, you think when, whenever, you know, something was serious would happen, that would, you would go and talk to, okay, this just happened, they just did this, but in my heart, I had become so autopilot, and, and, and I was thinking only about, you know, brushing off the, the next day, let's go in the next day, let's, and, and you know, and it's just kind of like, okay, whatever, you know, let, let's keep going. And, you know, the, the sad part is, is that, I, you know, I didn't, like, realize, because that, what could have happened, that, you know, that it could affect my daughter and Julie at the same time, uh, that if they didn't, like, she was C-sectioned just like yesterday, but if they hadn't, that there could have been like a lot of complications that Magnolia could have, you know, died or you know Julie could have passed away. She could have had a lot of blood loss and she's anemic and there's just all these factors that coming in and I don't have people who are praying, who are there to have my you know support me, who are there to to help me when I'm when I'm feeling stressed out because what I wanted to do is I wanted to sweep it under the rug and I didn't want to deal with the the situations and make my like things that was going on in my life even harder to deal with than they already were. And so it was just kind of like something that almost came automatic to me that this is, the, this is what I should do. Um, but I, I'm, really, uh, I'm really glad that I have uh, friends like uh, TC and Ben and who can who call me out on my crap and they can say like, dude, what are you doing? Why aren't you sharing? Why aren't you talking? Like, this is a problem. You need to say something. You need to, you need to be vulnerable and open about the things that are going on in your life. Because if you're not, you're gonna, you're gonna do something detrimental that you don't even realize. And so, like, I'm saying, like, I ain't grateful. Like, I have like TC who will just call me out on my crap and who will say those things that he needs that need to be said. They need to be said. Like, you guys need to be saying those things to her. And I feel like, too, like, the, the crazy thing, when me and Julie were talking about this the other day, it was like, I felt like the people I went on the planet with are some of the closest people I've ever gone, you know, that I've had. I went to co campus with them in college and stuff like that. And these people I, like, I trust and stuff like that. But, as the, you know, as time goes by and we start to, like, 
get into a zone and maybe we're like getting on autopilot and it's so easy to kind of like, you know, like not to disconnect in a way and to get busy and get yourself busy with doing other things that you think are important but you need to be poured into. You need to have those people in your life where something could happen. Um, so, I, you know, something that was very important to me that, um, and even like when they said that to me, like I was, you know, in my head, I was like, these jerks, I'm like, what, what do they know? Like, um, and I, I mean, that was my first thought, but then I, I like reeled myself back because I was really upset that morning and uh, I called him back and I, you know, I watched him eat well, I didn't call him back, we talked in person, but, and I, I told him I was sorry because I was, in my head, I was thinking, man, like, what is, he, what do they have to gain? They don't have anything to gain in this situation. Uh, calling me out on my stuff and, and telling me what, it, what, what I should do differently. And, and, uh, that changed my perspective. So perspective is so huge. Um, and how you view people coming, telling you something that you may not want to hear. Uh, and so that, that really helped me understand, like, that love that was there. That, that these guys wanted, you know, they wanted to pray for my family. They wanted to, you know, they wanted to be there. They wanted to be up at the hospital. They want to see how the doctor checkups go. And they wanted to see all these things. And so that really... It just helped kind of transform my mind and, and, and reprogram me in a way to like, hey, I need to talk to people. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, if I wasn't for them, it wasn't for, you know, people who were willing to get me back into communicating with them, you know, it, it could have not turned out the way, it, you know. But, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And I remember... I remember same thing, taking him out. Hey, let's go play disc golf. And like, yeah, we're just going out for a round of disc golf. And then like, by hole five, I'm like saying things like, hey, man, like, if you're not telling us, Galatians 6 2 says, sharing each other's burdens, that way you fulfill the law of Christ. It's like, if you're not sharing with us, how are we helping you share your burdens? And how are we helping to fulfill the law of Christ? All right? And that's why that connection is so important. Um, and I also told him, I was like, hey, if, if our connection isn't good as a leadership, our church doesn't exist in five years. So you got to get your relationships right. So um, in 1 Corinthians 12, you know, it talks about the body, and every piece is valuable in the body, right? And they all have their job to do. And so you got to look at yourself. So each and one of you says that God brings the body together perfectly, right? So you got to look at yourself as a body. Everyone has their job. But one thing you need to know about that job is your job may not be the same job this time next year. You're going to grow with the body, and your, your function might change, right? And so that connection will help it to grow. Um, so uh, know your role, but to have the kingdom mindset. Here I am, send me. If there's a need in a ministry, in a Manasseh ministry, healing is a choice, wounded heart, someone to lead that, step up and do it. Because there aren't 500 people that may say, I'll do that. All right? Um, so be open to correction, the humility. You can't think, take things personally. I talk with one of my guys. It's like every time I talk to him, he, it's just like this thing. It's like where I, he feels like I'm out to get him. I was like, no, I have nothing. I have, I have a better friendship to gain. But other than that, like, I don't really care. I just want to see you live in a godly life. And so there's not, they don't have anything to gain. And, and be open to being wrong. You know, when I talked to the guy, one of the last times we talked, I was like, hey, go, go get other advice. Maybe I'm not looking at this right way. Come back. Because if I'm wrong, I want to know. We can talk about it. All right, so the connection, and sometimes just saying what's on your mind and knowing that you're wrong, and just that's a starting point for the conversation. I'd rather someone tell me they think I'm an idiot and a jerk 
we can start from there. All right, let's start from there because I am those things a lot of times. Let's start from there, and then we can we can move to what's godly. But be open with your hearts. So connection to who? All right, connection goes deeper than just one another. You got to have a mentor. Right? Someone that you can look to that's going to pour into you. Like he said, you're poured out, so you got to be poured into. I think of it like if I only work out one one of my arms and one of them gets big and the other one's not big, it's disproportionate, right? you got to be poured into so you can pour out. Right? So you got to have a mentor, you know, Jethro and Moses, right? Moses and Joshua, Eli and Samuel, Jesus' disciples, Paul, Timothy, Titus, and Barnabas. You gotta have a mentor, but then also someone that you can invest in, that you can do for others. So many times when we're baby Christians, it's so easy, like like Magnolia, right? She's just eating right now, right? But then as you grow, it's your chance to feed others, and you can't just keep it to yourself because if you just have connection with one person, that's not how the kingdom works. So the questions I have: um, How would you rate your connections to others? You don't have to use a scale. You don't have to do that. You can say good. You can say bad. You can say excellent. You can say whatever you want on a scale of 1 to 10. Um, <laughs> but then also, within your group, I want you guys to critique that. If someone says they're excellent and they're not excellent, do the hard thing, connect with them, and tell them that, hey, you're not as good as you think you are. Okay? Because it's so easy to be blind to that. Um, there's time Ben one of the, the bad things and this isn't a call Ben out Ben would talk about this uh, Ben after the stuff happened with Mal Ben didn't feel like he was 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 there for me and Ben came back and told me hey I wasn't a good friend to you you know there were some of my guys who was like man I didn't really feel supported by you during this and I didn't want to make it all about me so I didn't see anything but like, I remember the people that were there vividly and the people that weren't so call each other out on those because those connections are important good times and bad um Two, just who, just quickly, you guys might talk about this all the time. If you do, just just touch it. But who's your mentor? Who's pouring into you? Right? Three, how open are you to being corrected? Do you, do you puff up your chest and get all hard and fire back? Or do you let people talk and speak truth into your life? And uh, four, uh, who is someone on the planet that you need to be invested in? Who is someone in this room or maybe someone that's maybe not here that you need to be investing in? And spouses are good to mention, but that's not who we're talking about. Okay, so someone else other than who lives in your house. Do I need to repeat those? Yes. Okay. All right, so how would you rate your connection to others? How would you rate your connection to others? How would everyone else rate the connection? Who, who is your mentor? How open are you to being corrected? And who is someone on the plant you need to be invested in? All right. Guys, um, I'm going to stick around for a couple minutes, and then I'm going to head out. Um, I can't wait for the, to see you guys, to send off, to see your posts, to see your videos of you guys baptizing people, seeing, hey, I met this person on campus today, or I met this person wherever, and get, then coming to a retreat and then seeing that person and different things like that. Um, I know the first little bit, we're going to be helping you guys with some events coming over and helping you guys. So this is going to be a great time for us to connect and to grow and just to encourage one another. So love you guys. Um, I'll say a prayer, and then we'll break into our groups.
Uh, Father God, Lord, I want to thank you for the opportunity to be here. It's been a crazy week, but uh, I think it's just awesome to be able to see the hearts, uh, the look in people's eyes. Lord, I remember when we had our group how awesome the singing was and how cool these training things were. Uh, I can look back and say those are some of my favorite early memories, just getting together on a Saturday morning. Uh, Lord, I pray that these discussions go well, Lord, that you can help people's hearts to be open, to be honest, Lord. I pray that we do the thing, the loving things in people's lives, choose to connect, and choose to deal with the hard stuff, Lord. I pray that we can um, do our best to, to follow your word, Lord, and to, to surrender and to submit to you every day, Lord. We love you and thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray.